Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. Some say that ENFJs and INFPs are the perfect matchup, but underneath those two personality types, there is a complex interplay of unique dynamics. So in this video, I'll break down the ones that are important coming from my experience as an INFP married to an ENFJ. What's up, Legend? It's Sherman here from Geek Psychology, where I help geeks, gamers, and creatives to understand their personality type so that they can play life better. And this one is specifically for INFPs and ENFJs who are trying to either understand themselves or you're just like, well, if I can just find where these other people like where they gather, then I can infiltrate it and I can get my own. <laughs> I can get my own ENFJ if you're an INFP or if you're an ENFJ, I can get my own INFP and cuddle them and rub their heads. But before we start, I want to roll on my oracle table so that we have two different random words that I can weave them into the narrative here and use that as a way of deeper understanding and getting some insight. So over here, we have my horribly organized tables, and I'm going to roll two percentile dice. Roll, we got 43. So we have emanate. Emanate. So I guess emanate is like, you know, bringing out. And the next one, 82, serenity. So we have emanate serenity. Hopefully that will come up throughout this video. And if you have an insight using those two words within this personality type or something that I say, comment down below. Let us all know what you came up with. So first, let's start with the understanding that the intention of this video is to get a deeper understanding and not just to embrace stereotypes. So if you are just like, if I have this other person in my life, this other personality type, then I'm going to be okay and everything's going to be fine. It's not going to work like that. You got to make sure people are healthy. You got a, a lot of things to work on because relationships require uh, focus and attention and effort. So go into them knowing that it's not just about do these personality types mesh well, but do these people mesh well. To explain about the personality type just a little bit, we have the ENFJs we'll talk about first. These are what I call the visioning envoys. So an envoy is this proactive uh, ambassador, like healer that's mending people, building bridges between different people, fostering a uh, supportive environment. It's offensive. It's trying to make sure that everybody's uh, topped up in their healing. Everybody's feeling good. And in order to do that, they are proactively doing that. And then they have the auxiliary function, which is introverted intuition. This is that visioning mystic character. And this, this is the one that's in the back line. It's a mystic. It's imagining where things are going, thinking, scrying into the future, delving into the unconscious mind understanding things in a different frame than how most people see them. And so that's really cool. It's, it gives a deep understanding into what other people want by picking up their vibes, their emotions, their feelings, their values, and seeing deeper under the surface. The INFPs, what I call the innovating souls, are this soul-like character class first, which is about checking in with oneself. How does this feel to me? Does this align with me and my identity and my values and my conscience? And then we bring in our auxiliary function, extroverted intuition, 
which is this innovating explorer character that takes idea space and uh, you know mashes things together and sees how it explodes into these amazing fireworks of ideas and potential and opportunities. So we don't use the same characters, we don't use the same cognitive functions in our function stack. We all use all different functions, but we don't prefer them. And so what happens is um, we, there are clashes between how we are doing feeling and how we are doing intuition or ideas. And so a lot of times it's like, well, why would you do it that way when you can do it this way? So we think that we are doing things that are aligned. And in many ways they are, right? Supporting people to become who they can become, this idealistic vision of people. And yet the approach to doing it comes with a different stance, a different orientation. So be aware of that. Be aware of the miscommunication of intentions. And I want to make sure that I'm not talking about all negative or bad things or difficulties. So this relationship is really cool because you both feel deeply about things and you, you like to give time and energy to ideas, which is cool. And you get to read people and see where things are going and talk about um, less grounded sensory things and ideational things, which is a lot of fun. And it can bring a lot of joy and um, creation and excitement to your relationship. But there are many things to pay attention to, of course. And so in order to make the relationship as good as it can be, I want to tell you about more of the obstacles. Not because I am not recommending getting into a relationship with that type, but because it's things that will stop you up, stop you up trip you up if you are not aware of them. Another thing to be aware of is the difference in energy recharge. ENFJs need to people, need to be peopling and be in a social setting in order to feel more alive and recharged and rejuvenated. If they can't go out because of a global pandemic or some other issues, or they've blended so much with the INFP that they're just, their homebodies then it can become stressful for the ENFJ. They cannot be the unifying character that they need to be, this envoy character, if they are not peopling. And INFPs, we recharge by delving into ourselves and who we are as people and self-discovery. And a lot of that feels like it needs to be more self-reflective and introspective. Now you can thrust yourself into the wild and see what happens and learn a lot about yourself. But we also do need this processing time to see how these decisions resonate with us. So make sure that one is not getting more priority than the other. If the INFP is always out peopling and doing social stuff or just out of the house too much, we're going to get exhausted, we're going to get tired. And if the ENFJ isn't allowed to meet with friends and go outside and do all that stuff, then uh, they're going to get irritated and, and stressed out and nitpicky and critical. And that's not good. You know, we don't, we don't want to hinder people from embracing the personality type. Another thing to be aware of is conflict management. So remember, ENFJs are the envoy. They're moving forward proactively trying to support people and uh, foster a better relationship. INFPs, we don't proactively do that. You know, we might subtly 
kind of sneak in some heels and shields on people and make sure that they're okay. But we're not going to necessarily go up and, you know, shake hands and hug and make sure, oh, are you okay? And, and really express and emote as often. Now, if we can get into a position to do that where we feel safe, that's awesome. Even in a relationship, we are pretty hesitant to do that a lot of times. So know that the ENFJ, if there's an issue, is going to want to communicate with the INFP and understand through sharing the same emotion at the same time. So that is either, you know, anger or love or happiness or laughter or whatever that emotion is, it needs to be done at the same time for the ENFJ to feel like they're really bonded with the other person. INFPs are a little bit more asynchronous and we don't necessarily share the same emotion at the same time with people. It's, you know, we're in our own feelings and in our own head a lot of times. So know that there is going to be a bit of a struggle of communicating that and a give and take. If you need to say, as an INFP, I need, I need a bit of time to process this, then the ENFJ needs to accept that. And the ENFJ is going to want time with you. As an INFP, you can spend a lot of time you know, on your phone, on the couch, in your books, doing things that are just private solo quests. But the ENFJ needs that bonding time. It's like they have a soul link you know, connected between. If there's too much slack, then it can become quite difficult. Whereas an INFP, if there's slack, it's, yeah, we'll pick it up later. <laughs> It'll be fine. And that's not always the case. The way that ENFJs emanate serenity is by being with another person and sharing that emotional space at the same time and allowing them to support and give and nurture, again, the other person. And that will create this like lively fire within them and an endless supply of mana and spirit and energy to create a better relationship and to support the other person as they also pursue their own dreams too. For an INFP, the way of emanating serenity is to give us time alone to process our emotions and our understanding of our identity and ourselves and then to bring out those ideas in a fun way that is spontaneous and creative, whether it is writing a story or playing a tabletop RPG with your partner, watching a movie and talking about you know, the creative different aspects of it and what could this character be thinking and doing and what do you imagine would happen. Those kind of things are really fun for INFPs. And when INFPs get into that situation where we can actually uh, explore ourselves and our identity and feel safe and comfortable and bring in this imagination, imaginative fuel and be cartographers of heart space, then great things happen and we really settle into ourselves and we really build this trust and confidence with our intuition and ourselves and that we can handle whatever comes. And I think that's how we bring and emanate serenity. And that emotional stillness that comes from knowing oneself can be a real supportive aspect for the ENFJ who is likely not going to understand what they're feeling as readily as an INFP is because that's where INFPs spend all their time. 
and and an INFP is not going to understand what other people are going through as as readily as an ENFJ because that's where they spend their time. So it can be an awesome relationship. Just make sure that you are not too idealistic about it and that you bring in a sound mind and heart as you are navigating the wilds of an INFP and ENFJ relationship. And you can check out this video over here as well to get another perspective on the INFP and ENFJ relationship as well as a platonic relationship and self-understanding. Um, this video with Denzel over here will help out. All right, good luck, have fun. Peace. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one -on -one coaching service available to you to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.